And we are live. Hello, everybody. I'm Seth. That's Barry. And you're listening to this, Barry. And you're listening to the Social Media Addicts Podcast Beta Number 6. We're still beta because we're still trying to figure out what the heck we're doing. So I'm trying to figure out the schedule. What we do is the schedule. I mean, Barry's, you know, galvanic all over the world, and I'm just busy. And so we'll figure it out. Eventually, we'll get a schedule down. So how are you doing, Barry? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. So I think today we're going to talk about all these mobile messaging apps out there, both the ones that are just text messages pretty much, but like, like WhatsApp and whatnot, and then the more secure ones, and then the ones that are one-time use. And we're going to talk about that and how maybe that applies to social media and how that's kind of is social media, just in a more one-to-one, more one-to-one avenue than a one-to-many, so... Yeah. Shall we start, Barry? Yeah. So, so, um, so we've seen a, an evolution, right, of these these text messages. So WhatsApp was bought, right, and and the the big thing there was was obviously it was it was growing in places where sort of unlimited data usage isn't as as routine, right? So mm-hmm. it was it is as I understand, I know your opinion, but as I understand, it was more of a cost play, right, in Europe and that kind of thing, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, and now uh, some of these apps that are coming along now, are, they seem like they're all attacking the same issue, this issue of privacy. Mm-hmm. And so the, I think of it in terms of, you know, why, right? So obviously that's a, that's a, burning issue with people. People have different motivations for why they want to keep their, their messaging private, right? Yeah. But then, you know, I also think it from a from a commerce perspective is um, how does it not only impact um, personal communication, but how does it impact communication with with brands, right, from a commerce perspective? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do in response? Yeah, look, a lot of times, now even with WhatsApp, which is not exactly private, but it's still one to one. It's me, I am in Barry, or me talking to so and so, and it's more like text messaging, but avoiding the SMS fees, especially in Europe, where people in England text, you know, France, and they're getting completely hit over the head with massive fees. So that's why it's more popular in Europe or elsewhere in the world than it is in the United States. But we're also seeing the ephemeral. I think that's the word ephemeral um, marketing of these. Well, the, the marketing of these ephemeral apps, where it's one-time use, you, use, you send out a message, the person reads it, and then it's gone. It's gone. It's poof. Bye-bye, you know. And um, like there's ones like Cyberdust, which is by, put out by Mark Cuban's um, mobile app company. What a surprise, he's a mobile app company. Um, and, and then there's other ones like Confide is another one where you have to check it click your finger across to read the message, but you can't screen cap the message, so there's no way to really get the screen cap, which you could get on Snapchat. You could take a screen cap, so it's not exactly ephemeral, whereas if if you look at um, the Confide, it is, because you can't screen cap it, because you have to have your finger on that dot under that word to see that word, which is yeah. really neat. Conf- yeah. The thing with Confide is it's only text, whereas Cyberdust is coming out for Android soon, but it's for iPhone now, um, it's going to be multimedia. It's going to be all multi-voice, you know, video, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be really neat, uh, but it's one-time use. Because when you think about it, like me talking to Barry now, yeah, it's being recorded, but if 
our conversation right before this podcast, there's no record of it. I mean, maybe the NSA is listening in and there is a record of it, but generally speaking, like, you know, when I talked to Barry on the phone, or I talked to Barry, here, good example, I talked to Barry in person, unless someone's singing over me with a microphone or Barry's recording it, it is ephemeral. It's, you know, I think I'm using that word right. Am I using that word right, ephemeral? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, it, I'll have to look it up later. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments below. Um, below. Um, but, but if you think about it, you know, it's more like conversational. You, we don't keep every conversation we have with each other in real life. Do you think, Seth, it's, it's, more, um, it's more to satisfy that need as opposed to more of the, I don't want, I don't want to call it sinister, but... Um, you know, is, is it just, well, there's two benefits, right? But, mm -hmm. I mean, is it just really a drive or a demand for people to have an app that just more closely reflects um, in-person communication? Or is it really that people are, are looking for ways to communicate, um, you, you know, under the wire where maybe, they, you know, stuff shouldn't be recorded. It's, you know, it's like, and, and forgive me, I don't know who's listening, but, you know, it's like the old and the mobster movies, right? As you see, the guys are, are in the social club, and they go outside on a sidewalk to have a conversation because they, you know, they, they know it's not being recorded. So is it just that, hey, I, I want to talk live? And, I, and, and, again, like you said, when you and I have a conversation, we have a conversation, and it's over. Or is, is, is it really that... You know, I think people it, I think, for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it started with the whole idea of keeping things private. It's all started with the NSA and, you know, making things ephemeral, making them so that they're one-time use and that's it, and more for privacy-oriented. I think now it's branching into the fact that, wait, we realize, wait a second, yeah, we want privacy, but wait, talking on the street, talking to the person one-on-one -on -one is once and done anyhow, unless you're taking notes or you're recording it, so... You think about it. Why can't we do this in real life? Why can't we do this in technology? So I think it started out as privacy. It started out as you know, I wouldn't say sinister, but I'd say I'd say it's it started off more like it started off with more of a privacy slant. Now it's more like, well, what's real life like? You know, why do we have to keep every message that Barry sends me? Why why do I have to keep every message? Like, why does that have to stay in my inbox to keep space? Why can't it just be like, I'll be there in ten minutes? Why do I need to keep that? Or are you ready for the podcast? Why do you need to keep me writing that to you? You know, so it's like it can just be one-time use, and that's it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, right? Because it is just from a from a data overload perspective too. There's a benefit there, right? Because again, you go through your 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 list of SMS, and oh my gosh, uh, you know, you, 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 I mean, I find myself cleaning that stuff out all the time, right? So yeah. It doesn't take a long time, but it's just something else to do, right? Mm -hmm. It's just another Inbox data zero. to manage, yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you think Absolutely. about it, this, this is forced inbox zero, if you think about it, because you don't yeah. keep it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so when we talk about brands, right, so that just it made me think, right, one of the, one of the, the issues that we've always heard with, you know, some of the brands that you and I have worked with is, mm -hmm. you know, how do you, you know they've been reluctant to implement SMS as a as a service channel because it's from an, a, a workforce perspective it's hard to measure 
productivity and utilization, all those kind of things that, that mm-hmm. you know, that sort of the customer service is measured on. Because again, it can be a never ending conversation, right? It can be, you know, you, boom, boom, you boom, SMS boom, boom. me uh, on an issue and you have a question for me and I answer that question and you can come back a week later and say, oh yeah, by the way, you know, what about this? And, and they, they've always struggled with where's the, with a phone call, it's easy. The start and stop is easy. The start is when we, you pick up the phone. The end is when you hang up the phone. If you call back again, that's another interaction, right? But it's this never-ending interaction, and and so so you know brands have sort of struggle with that in terms of the operational part of that. So I, I I don't know if this if there's an answer there or it's just a comment that that I think that adds another wrinkle in terms of I don't know whether it's a benefit or a negative to brands using. Um, you know, text messaging, but it's it's definitely a different wrinkle, right? Yeah, the thing about text messaging is that text messaging is text text messaging. This is very profound. Text messaging is text messaging. It's it's universal. The text is a text. Problem with all these apps out there is that Gen Five doesn't talk to WhatsApp. WhatsApp doesn't talk to Telegram. Telegram doesn't talk to Cyberdust. And it's all different protocols. Yeah. So you have to have the app to use the app to talk in the app. If I want to write Barry in Confide, I'm not going to get him over in Telegram. If I want to write him in Telegram, I'm not going to get him over in Tech Secure. If I'm writing mm-hmm. all these things off, my brain's about to explode. You know, the amount of text apps I have on my computer. My phone, my phone mm-hmm. right here, it's, like, it's incredible what I have on this thing. This, you know, the different areas. I mean, I think I've had Barry sign up for like 15 different ways of communicating with Barry. So as I get in touch with Barry, which one do I use to talk to him on? Mm-hmm. Which features do I want to use? It's just ridiculous. That's a great point, right? So when when this space hits critical mass, and I don't know if it has now or, or if there's still more there's still room, room, room right? So when it hits critical mass, that's interesting. Who's gonna who's gonna develop the universal platform mm-hmm. that communicates across all these different apps, right? Like XMPP. You know someone's gonna try and do that, right? Yeah, like, like well, before Google Hangouts was XMPP, was the universal for chatting. And, um, I mean, AOL used XMPP, and you could get this app, you could get Trillion or any number of platforms that could read XMPP. You can use a bunch of different handles with that. But one thing I've also noticed is that even with social media in general is, is the operational aspect of it and whether or not you can actually... If someone Facebook messages you, when is the end of that conversation? When does that end? Like, like does it end, or can they come back to you five minutes later? So you got to you got to look at it based on an issue. Was this issue solved? That's the end of the message. Mm-hmm. And then if it comes back again with another issue, that's another issue. That's another instance. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the way to think about it with text messaging: is that if they say, you know, thank you, well, that thank you is the end point. They can still eat. Text message you again saying, "Well, what about this?" Well, that's another issue. So I don't really know if there's. An, I don't think we're going to solve this issue. Issue. Just can I say the word issue enough? Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to solve this on our podcast, but it's kind of interesting, you know, how you know brands still haven't got a grasp on social media, let alone text messaging, and then these weird sites sort of text messaging, sort of James Bond, sort of quirky, sort of like almost novelty apps 
Because like Snapchat is a novelty app. It's novelty. I mean, brands are using it, and they're coming up with a good ways of using it, like sending out discount codes and stuff to their followers, but it's kind of intriguing and kind of confusing how they're using it. Whereas with text messaging, it's cut and dry. Social media is cut and dry for the most part. Different, different. Like Twitter is different from Facebook, which is different from Google Plus. Each community is different, but social media is generally what you know. It's one to one, one to many. It's depending on what part of the platform you use. Whereas these little apps, they're all weird and different selling points. I'm not sure how brands are going to use them. Yeah, well, that's interesting too from an analytics perspective, right? So oh brands start to, to to use stuff like Snapchat. Okay, so how do you measure the the success of that campaign? If if you know, the, I mean, or or how do you you, you don't you can't pull back any analytics because it's gone, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's the way I understand this. So what, you know, it's it's this black hole. So how do you measure the the return on investment in that channel, right? It, it's crazy, you know. But I mean, I mean, it is ephemeral. It is kind of once and done. But if you give them a coupon code, I'm giving away all my secrets. If you, give them a, if you give them a coupon code that is based on Snapchat, like Snapchat One, then you can track that and say, oh, this is how many people use this coupon code. Mm -hmm. But that's being said, they could also give it to their friends. Friends could have used it. You know, it's there's a lot of margin of error there too. Yeah. yeah. Have we exhausted this topic? You know, I, I think we have because there, there's, I don't think there's a lot of answers to it, but there's, you know, it, it opens up a whole another level of, of, of questions about sort of, you know, what's the, I, I think my, my opinion is the general issue is, you know, how much, what's innovation versus mm -hmm. what's just stuff for stuff's sake, right? Stuff for stuff's sake, very uh, profound. Yeah, right. And then, you know, from an investment perspective, too, I mean, you know, how many of these different types of apps are going to continue to get funded mm -hmm. if, if they're just, you know, kind of taking stuff almost to the extreme, right? Yeah. So I, I think that's the, the big issue. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll have like back when Barry Post is confined a little bit. I, mean, I, can see yeah, how, right. I can see how, like, you know, sending your wife a love note through confide might be, you know, handy. You know, yeah, saying, yeah. hey. Hey, beautiful. You know, hey, 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 you know, but like, that's yeah. like kind of like, like secret messages under the desk. But even they weren't ephemeral. I mean, those could be posted on a blackboard. This is kind of a little bit different, but who knows? Yeah. But I guess that this should just be a short podcast this week. So yeah. let me think. You'll make it nice and short. If you want to support us, if you see over here, help us support the show. Where is it? It's right there. Sorry, I'm getting used to this. SOCL.WS slash Patreon. That's where you can go and support us. Um, a buck, buck a show. Support this. Maybe we'll get on a regular schedule if we have more incentive. No, I'm joking. If we have plenty of incentive. It's just a matter of finding the time to do it. But maybe you guys can encourage us to do it some more. If you like the show, feel free to donate some money. We appreciate it. We want to hear from you. Um, social media addicts podcast at gmail.com. You can visit the show over here. SocialMediaAddictsPodcast.com. Uh, you can find me at Google Plus, Google slash plus Seth Goldstein. Um, Barry, where can they find you? At Google uh, plus Barry Dalton, and uh, of course in the other um, usual suspects, you know, BS Dalton, 
um, Facebook, you know, Barry Dalton too, and uh, LinkedIn, of course. Always on LinkedIn, buddy. And and of course my my world famous blog that um, my mom and dad are avid re- readers of. Um, BarryDalton.com. BarryDalton.com. Check it out. It's 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 good. He's doing more videos now, which is interesting. You get to see that beautiful mug of his, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Him, yeah. The, the face only a mother could love. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Or any wife. But like, look at this. Some bug only a mother could love, too. So. That's right. There you go. Well, thanks for watching, guys. And we'll hopefully be on again in two weeks. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we'll get our act together and get these out more often. Maybe we'll try and do it weekly at some point. But let's just try and get bi weekly done correctly for a little while. So. Yeah. All right, Barry. Thanks so much, dude. All right. See you. Bye, everyone.